Ah, coming right out of left field with a moo, Brian. Are we are we live? Are we recording? We are live. Welcome back to the cow came right out of left field. Yeah, cow, the cow, the field that the cow was in. Field. Yeah, the left field is for cows. The, mm, the right field. It's for pigs. It's for crabs. Crabs. I mean pigs. No. We're on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavors of We got a lot of pigs on this desert, deserted desert island. Uh, I keep the crabs in center field. Ah, to keep the pigs and the cows separated. Yes. It's like an electric fence. They're um, they're herding crabs. They herd the pigs and the cows back into their area. Mm, they herd them so they don't try and cross. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, these nippers hurt us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian. Uh, Who are we? Who am I, Brian? You're Daniel. Oh, thank you. We. Oh, the sweet kiss of identity yeah. and you're brian and, and what do we do we milk it on this podcast we do milk it milking it a no longer new flavored milk review podcast a very old flavored milk review podcast um daniel today i have a slight confession to make oh my god so okay you'll remember i drank a fair life core power strawberry banana milkshake thing many weeks ago yes strawberry banana stevia flavor yes and i had another one of those that was vanilla flavored oh yum and i decided after a bike ride the other day that i was gonna drink it and so i drank it this is a weird confession did what did you i mean What's the... Why? How did you feel about it? How did I feel about drinking it? I hated it. It was horrible. It was bad. Okay. Are oh, you saying that you've been drinking milks out of pod? Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, well, that's... Mm, I guess I can let this one pass. Just after as, after know, my bike ride, I was feeling a little bit like, ooh, hungry, thirsty, as they say. I uh, <laughs> wanted a little bit of protein, and I knew that that one was going to be bad. And we'd already done the strawberry banana yeah. one. And Old ground. Yeah. We, I knew it was going to be the same thing, and I figured I'm not really missing out on much by not doing another one of these. We tread that ground already. It's well hooved in with our trotters, Brian. Yeah. Did you know... Pair of, pair of ungulates, we. Did I ever tell you that, we, that I had a second Dunkin' Donuts coffee that I never allowed to make it to the same. pod? No. Was it just a boring coffee flour, flour yeah, flavor? Yeah, it wasn't French vanilla. It was just whatever. Oh, that's fine. Throw it in the pit. Well, I, I drank it. Care. Yeah, the mouth pit. That's yeah. what I mean. Uh, pit yes. of the face. Yeah, the mouth is the pit of the face. As they say. <laughs> yes. This is... The mouth is the tip of the face. The tip? Yeah, the dump. <laughs> I was using your language right. for you. The front dump. Thank you. I don't, know, I don't call it a tip. I guess I call it a tip sometimes. <coughs> Hang on, I'm a Go, little dry. I, I say, sure. 
Oh, we should fix that. Gotta drink some water. Somehow. Water. Get the fuck out of here. Water. What are you? <laughs> gotta freshen, freshen up the pit. Prepare it for the mm. <laughs> Yep. Irrigate so, the, irrigate the waste facility. Mm-hmm. So Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't mm-hmm. added anything new, um, but have you? Oh, this segment. Yeah, I have. I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, the feelings are at first very good, and then on reflection, uh, kind of frustrated. Brian, I w- walked into my local IGA the other day to buy cat food, and what do I see in the f- milk section but three new crazy uh, Oak brand flavoured milk tie-in products. So I've got three weird ones that they've just put out along the same lines as the the next uh sorry, bleep as appropriate, uh, milk that Oak put out. You know, they're going, oh, what weird things can we put in the, the flavor of milk these days? So I got three new ones provided to me by the beautiful uh, master capitalism that uh, I serve. Um, and so this is great. Some cool, interesting flavors to unpack. But then also, Jesus Christ, Brian, my list is so saturated by this fucking brand, Oak, who I don't like. I don't like their milk. I don't like Oak. I don't like their packaging. I don't like their milk. But they keep on putting out weird stuff. And that's kind of my job now, is to buy it from them. That's my job, right? Yes, it is your job, Daniel. Yeah, so I bought it from them. So I got three weird new milks, as well as the other weird milks, also from Oak, that are also still on the list, waiting to be drunk by me. But you got no new ones, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what they are. Uh, you can just find out when we roll them. Okay. On the Rotolactor. That sounds good to me. Uh, is yeah. there, uh, do you have any new or new or old feelings of milk that you were anticipating or dreading? I'd really like to drink the eggnog. Yeah. Yeah, just because I've had some whiskey to go with it, uh, set here, but spe- specifically for the eggnog, it's been very hard not to drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that sat here next to my computer. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, no new feelings. All old feelings, Brian. All right. Well, why don't we saunter over to the Rotolactor and find out what we're gonna drink today? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Old friends, off we go. <laughs> <coughs> oh, do you need to have a break? Hang on, let's just sit, sit here uh, on the beach for a bit while you catch your breath. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. Uh, <coughs> pretty brisk walk. Maybe we can slow it down a bit. All right, here we are. And are we ready for me to spin it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna spin the thing. Here I am spinning it. Oh, it was a really short one this week. Weird. Weird. What did it land on, Brian? I can't see. I'm 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 behind the rotolector as always. Ah, Daniel. Mm. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Well, 
Daniel. Wait, wait, hang on. Can I make a prediction based on just the tone of your voice? Yeah. I might be misinterpreting signals because maybe you're like, ooh, oh boy, because of something you got. But if it's something I got, then can I say maybe it's the protein shake, the stevia-flavored protein shake that I bought in Sympathy. Is that the cranked one? one? That's the cranked one. (coughs) No. Daniel, my throat feels like I just, like, breathed in some dust. Ah. Can you explain that to me? Maybe, I don't know. You've properly got your humidity vent over your tracheostomy, Brian? Or are you just uh, uh, taking that air unfiltered today, like the madman you are? I'm taking the air unfiltered today, Daniel. Oh, jeez. That's a, that's a weird way of doing it. No, I can't think of anything else that might be causing you, your lungs to do this. Great. Well, I'm having a good time. Um mm. Nothing in the news recently about respiratory illness, is there? No, not at all. Not, not, hopefully not around the time this gets released. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, hey, 2021. Yeah. Hey, are we up to 2021 yet? No, Has, no, no way. Has anyone done the math? <laughs> no, this, no, neither of us have done the math. Daniel, no. this is episode 25. Oh, Jesus. That means... 25. Welcome to episode 25, everyone. Congratulations on getting here. If you get in contact with me or Brian at the time that you're hearing this, we'll both be withered old men. Maybe we'll hate each other by that point. We'll be in the midst of a bitter feud. But uh, as, as as accordance with the, the prenup agreement, Brian will still be releasing the episodes. Uh, I think this will be coming out in like September or October. So still 2020. Oh my God. Is that real maths you just did? Yeah. Oh my god, September or October? Oh my god. Well, what a wonderful world it is. <laughs> so there will be that, a lot... That, there'll be a lot of... I hope that hatched exhibition went really well. Daniel, we've now, we've now achieved enough episodes to last from now until the date that my workplace has just set as a potential date that we might go back to the office. So I think there will definitely be news about respiratory illnesses when this comes out. Uh, Anyway, cool. Let's move on. Move. Doing talking about topical, timely shit is very dangerous for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Oh, so you actually want to know the milks that we got, Daniel? No, let's, I was trying to think of some topical stuff that I could talk about, but I can't think of anything. I don't go in for topical... I don't go in for knowing what's happening. I mean, also, nothing is happening, so... Mm, that's true. It's not like there's a sporting event or something we could reference. Feeling kind of stupid about all that Animal Crossing talk we've been doing. Why? why? That's t- that's going to last forever. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Actually, I recently found out that I've I've been clapping at this goddamn dodo in the airline for no reason because it's just an urban legend. Really? You, yeah, you, the clap trick. Make him you clap at him until he blushes, then he sends you to the good islands. Who knew that was a myth? <laughs> Turns out me when I just googled it after having done it for the last month. Wow, Daniel, aren't you embarrassed? Yeah. No. I thought you were just fishing, Daniel, but now it sounds like you are traveling. 
she sends me to the islands. She's like, you want to do an island? And I'm like, yeah, because I kind of like going to the islands. Finding all the bugs, fishing all the fish, <coughs> get one of those islands. There's a waterfall in the middle and then a river to the mouth of uh, the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, the ocean mouth. Mm-hmm. Really the pit of the earth. Um, <laughs> the uh, Yeah, that's where you get all the good fish. Get those mitten crabs. <coughs> you get a sturgeon if it's the right set of months. Which it might be again by the time this gets released. I haven't caught. How's your any fishing good, and animal crossing going? I haven't caught any good fish, Daniel. Oh boy! Nothing interesting. Oh, I haven't even caught a turtle. Nothing. All my friends have turtles. Ah, oh. I don't have yeah, a turtle. Yeah, I got I catch a couple snapping turtles. You got to go in for it at night in the river. Daniel, I play at night all in the, the river time. At night, I'm fishing at night all the time because once it becomes yeah, nighttime you and you can't sell your shit, there's nothing else to do. That's a good point. There could be whole species that I don't know about because they come out in the morning and I'm like, I just need to lie down and zombify in the morning. All right, Daniel. You're a morning person, Brian. Not naturally. You already said that. Well, That's why it's good that you're doing the podcast. I sort of am now. I keep keep waking up like super early every day for the past several weeks. Yeah. So this this is my new life. Sweet. Welcome to it. Yeah. I'm usually awake like before six no matter what i do nice which is weird i think part of it is that because i work from home every day is the same and so instead of like Mm. getting up early and then having days to sleep in it's all just like it all Mm. starts to blend together maybe you have to have like event days like tuesday is blue day and you wear all blue but i don't know and then wednesday is like friends day where you make friends with everything in your house and you give it all names. And then Thursday is something else. I don't know. Fruit day. You eat nothing but fruit. Yeah. Like an event. I was I was talking to my boss the other day and I said, right now the only sense of time I have is it's either payday or not payday. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's not payday today. Happy not payday. Sad not payday, uh, Brian. It will be payday again. I believe that. Uh, and Daniel, I think it's time and for Brian. you to listen up. Or, Wait, what milks did we get? Oh, did we not do that yet? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. What did I get, Brian? You distracted me. <laughs> I can, we can do the shut up, Daniel, before I learn. I enjoy this feeling of anticipation. It could be anything except for that hatched one or whatever it is. Cranked, jagged, <laughs> fucked, whatever the milk's called. Daniel. All right. Huh? I'm going to leave you in suspense for a little bit. Oh, well, I asked for this. On the other hand, water was usually no <laughs> cleaner than milk. The safest oh, drink no, that's a good was point. beer. Yeah, I hear the water. Yeah, I was going to say, I've read a... You didn't tell me to shut up. This may be why Brian. a number of I've northern cultures mixed milk it was and beer. Because it was fermented. It is an old idea in many the northern water was countries. Stagnant. Milk and beer so are the central ingredients in some early possets. And in several Thank countries, including Holland and Scotland, oat porridge was commonly mixed with either ale or milk, and often both. Oh, yuck. Are you, are you done over there, Daniel? Are you done over there? You didn't tell me to shut up. That's what I pay you for, Brian. Daniel, shut up. In, <laughs> Thank you. In what is yes. today southern Sweden, but used to be Denmark, beer and milk were commonly consumed at breakfast and most other meals. The beer was a type called small beer, meaning that it had a very low alcohol content. 
A mug of equal parts of small beer and milk, along with a slice or two of dark bread, was often a poor man's meal. Beer and milk served with herring was also a common breakfast. The milk was sometimes fresh whole milk, sometimes skim milk, or sometimes even sour milk. The idea of milk mixed with ale has persisted. In 1875, John Henry Johnson of Lincoln's Inn Fields, a place with a milk history, requested a patent for a light alcohol beer made from whey, lactose, and hops. He never made the beer, but others did, or else made similar concoctions that they called... Milk stout. Milk stout. Eventually, the only milk used in milk stout was lactose, and the British government, reasoning that this did not offer health benefits, the health benefits people expected from milk, declared in 1946 that the word milk could no longer be used in the name. Boo. Should have read that when you drink your milk stout. Oops. Should have. Oh, well, that was from Milk, a 10,000-year food fracas by Mark Kurlansky. You ever, do you ever see the film Das Boot? Or the uh, miniseries or whatever, I, Incantation? I think I have watched the movie, but it would have been probably like 16 years ago. I don't remember it at all. Yeah. I've, I've watched the whole, the full-length miniseries, which runs for like seven hours, six, seven hours. Uh, and so there was a bunch of fat that was cut out of, of that for the movie. Um, it's all still mostly pretty good, but a lot of it is the guys in the submarine at the bottom of the ocean just going crazy and doing weird shit and just talking about disgusting, weird old stuff um, to keep themselves amused. And one of the guys makes a new cocktail, which is like equal parts lemon juice and milk. And he calls Yum. it, ah, this is the dust boot cocktail. Welcome to the, you know, it's like, and he drinks the whole thing down in one go. And everyone looks at him like he's insane because they're all insane at that point because they're stuck at the bottom of the ocean in a German U-boat in World War Two, and they're all going to die. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> so that's what that, that you're, what, well, that's what I was thinking about while you were talking about. That's what the idea of putting ale in milk makes me think of. Like, surely it's like... Gross. I don't know. It's gross. It would, like, separate. The sort of thing that a crazy person gross. would do in a trapped it's in a submarine. A, a crazy guy would do trapped in a submarine, or two crazy guys trapped in a podcast together. Are we trapped in this podcast? <laughs> We're trapped who's, the bottom of the podcasting ocean, Brian. Who, right at the bottom. Who's who's the trapping are creaking us? Around us. Uh, That's what I want to know. Hmm. Daniel, what's next, Brian? Is it time? Uh, I think we. Hey. Wait, what did you? What do I? What am I drinking? It's time for your first sip of your drink. Why don't you take a sip of your drink and find out what it is, Daniel? <laughs> wait, wait, I still don't know, do I? You still haven't told me. I forgot that you hadn't told me. I don't know what I'm gonna drink. Brian, tell me what is what's my drink. Daniel. Today. Uh huh. On milking it. Uh-huh. A not so new flavored milk review podcast mm-hmm. with Brian C and Daniel K. The milk C and the K are both for cow. That was a good joke. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Uh, I really enjoy that one. Yeah. The too. milk that you, Daniel K, will be drinking is. 
Vita soy. Whole soy milk. Oh. Vanilla chai. Oh, 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 oh. okay. Oh. oh, I'm looking forward to this. So, what's the use-by date? Daniel, do you ever watch reality Nights TV of the shows? Fifth. We're still good. Oh my god, I would rather stab my own eyes out with this pen, Brian. Reality TV? God, no. No, please. Well. No, 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 no. No, I don't. In my house, we watched Love Island Australia recently, and it was very fun. And they would always... They, Fuck that. They would always draw out every like reveal as long as possible great it was good i mean it's sure they would classic reality tv thing daniel while you're drinking that it's like fingers on a chalkboard fingernails it's like i can't look i literally when it's on tv i have to turn away i cringe away like holy water it's horrible daniel just imagine, in case I saw something awkward happening, or someone in a weird situation they didn't want to be in. Oh, I'd feel so uncomfortable, it would make me sick. Uh, it makes you uncomfortable? It does. Oh, it makes me so uncomfortable. That's what. That's the whole Ra- Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares vibe, too. Oh, yeah. Daniel, Love Island Australia... Their lives. Don't show me their lives. The thing please. about Love Island Australia that was great is the people are really, like, dumb and, uh... Uh, and stupid and that's the same thing you think is great about Ramsey's kitchen nightmare and they all think they're super hot and just like the greatest people uh, on earth and then they walk into the show and no one there wants to hook up with them and uh, they just are like completely crushed and don't understand it and it's this amazing brutal psychological torture experiment thing that we get to watch wonderful we get to watch that I can't even stand game shows. I can't even stand, like, you know... You know, what's in the briefcase? Is it some money? It's 50 bucks. That's number one. Yeah, exactly. I can't even stand... I mean, I love number Wang, but the shit that it's taking off of, I can't stand that stuff. The weakest link. That's you. You're the weakest link, apparently. I'm the weakest link. In the chain of reality mm. and game show media entertainment yeah well i can live with that all right i'm gonna open my thing and take a drink is that all right with you daniel would you like to know what i'm gonna be drinking oh shit fuck brian what are you talking about what are you gonna be drinking i thought i already knew daniel the milk i'm gonna be drinking today is comes in a 400 <laughs> 400 mil bottle which is the 14 ounce standard size I'm just gonna double check that i'm recording yep all good. The normal the normal price for this milk is five fifty nine. Oh wow. I only paid a dollar seventy eight somehow. Ah, it was on sale. This is ex- on sale. It's in the uh the expired milk bucket you got it out of. Yeah. But Daniel, this is the this is Fair Life again. This is a Fair Life Yup. <laughs> Dairylicious white, 1% low-fat, ultra-filtered milk. White. White chocolate? White milk. White. White milk. Oh, weird. This is just normal milk milk. that they have labeled as white. (laughs) And they also, they they called it Dairylicious 
white. Great. This is just normal. They got some real weird cows down at Fairfield or whatever it was. Daniel, remember the cow that I showed the bottle I showed you that had the cow with the poop on its head? I do remember that, Brian, yeah. So this this one has a similar cow. There's no poop on its head, but it is licking its lips. Ah. As if it is excited to drink milk. Maybe it's a baby cow. Maybe it's a child cow that's just like, hell yeah, I want that milk. But then Mm. uh, the milk is now here in this bottle for me to drink. So that cow probably didn't get get to drink the milk. You get to role play as a milk thief or like a mean farmer or something. Farmer bully role play. Yeah. Yeah? Hashtag milk is power. Daniel, listen to this. What what okay. what makes Fairlife Yup one of a kind is pure, fresh Fairlife ultra filtered milk. Our milk flows through soft filters to concentrate its goodness, so it tastes rich and creamy. That's great. Soft pink filters attached to a cow. And and Daniel, that's why I chose to put this plain milk in the box. Mhm. Mhm. What? Mhm. What? You kind of broke up there. You sounded like, but, 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 but why I chose to put the thing in the box. Yeah, that's why I chose to put this milk in the box. Oh, okay. Despite it yeah. not being technically flavored. Mm. No, I, I think it's justifiable. It feels like it is a. It feels like it exists within the flavored milk category rather than just the regular milk category. Yeah. So we've got a soy milk and then a milk milk on this episode. Yeah. This is like the most. Yours is like vanilla chai bread. though, which the chai the chai part of that could be quite interesting. The bottle that this comes in is uh, ethnically Caucasian. Oh, okay. It is unmistakably the pink of a flesh. Great. This is a flesh pink bottle. It's like a light tan. It doesn't see much sun, this bottle. So, Daniel, I think you just I'm got slightly my... quieter. Did you have you moved away from your microphone? Uh, not deliberately. How's that? That's pretty good. I don't cool. know. I feel like... This is a, a punishing microphone. It is. Punishing. It is. Well, it could also just be All right. it could also just be the level that I have you at in my headphones, which has nothing to do with the level that you're recording yourself. So I think honestly, when I when I look at a bottle and talk, it's just my mouth is pointing in the wrong direction. Ah, that's why you hold the bottle up to your face. That's true. You ever heard of? I'm gonna crack mine open. Me too. Ah, uh, I've already shaken it well. There's a pleasing foam on top. Same. Mmm. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I've taken some zips, Brian. All right. Yeah. Oh, boy.
how how are you going there? I'm I've taken a couple sips, and uh, that's good. I would like for the chat timer to be set. I think I think I'm ready for that. All right, sounds it's officially at five minutes. Sounds like it's going. It's going, Brian. It's going. Did you have any pre-prepared topics of conversation for me, and you, for us? I didn't, Daniel. Did well, we're fucked then. Did you? <laughs> no. Um, hang on. Let me think of one. Ever played a VR game? No, Daniel. Have you? No. Uh, no that's an excellent, rich no, topic yeah. for us then. No. No. Do you reckon you need a computer to play one, or do those HTTP vibes, do they have a computer already in them? Can you just stick them on your head and then play? Or do you need to plug it into a computer? Probably need to plug it into a computer, right? I think those things need to be connected to a computer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. That makes most sense. My computer is not powerful enough to do VR. No. Mine either. I don't think my house is big enough for me to do VR in. Yeah. That's also a consideration. Mm. In fact, it's definitely not. My yard is. I could do VR in my yard, but then the chances of me actually getting attacked by giant spiders is much higher. Mm-hmm. Not just having them jump at me in the VR game, which is what all VR games are. I would like to play Skyrim VR someday. Oh, yeah? That'd be fun. You I like think. those Bethesda games? What you like? What do you like? What do you think of? Hey, here's the thing. Oh, we're talking about video games again. I guess we've been talking about video games for fully two minutes now, so I shouldn't really act all hoity-toity about this chosen, this thing that we're talking about. You ever play? What do you think of a thingo? Morrowind. You like Morrowind, Brian? I never played it, Daniel. Man, I'm really into Morrowind, but if like. I don't know, I can just sink into that game and spend hours and hours and hours and hours, you know, abusing all the little systems, walking around. It's so weird and, like, clunky in interesting ways, but, like, so big and ambitious. And I have so much fun. But then if I said, Brian, you should play Morrowind, and you went and played it, you'd be like, ah, this is physically painful how bad it is. Why am I having such a bad time? But I love it. Mm. Mm. Well, sounds like it was made for you specifically. No, I think it was just mind-blowing at the time it came out. And so when I played it, way back when I was a little kid, I was like, oh my god, this is like real life that I'm walking through. Look, it's like a whole a whole like country which I'm walking through with all these different people and they're just living their lives and I can walk around. So many different things to achieve. So many different things to steal. So many different guards to stand right behind until their head turns in the way that you know that their their AI is like messed up and they're going to get stuck looking at the corner if you move out of the corner now. And then you can just go and steal the whole treasury full of uh, glass armor and and like weird weapons and stuff. Fancy darts from under the under the whatever great big citadel that you've broken into. Anyway, it's mostly what I spent my time doing. That sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds real fun. 
You ever play Skyrim, Brian? Yes, Daniel. Yeah, it's, yes. it's a bit like that. Mm-hmm. I figured. But older. I figured it would be. Am I going to need to ask you your thoughts on Oblivion? Because that's the th- the thing, the third topic that I'm desperate to know about in this particular line. I've never played it. I've only played... Yeah, what? I've only played Skyrim, Daniel. You've only played Skyrim? You ever played Daggerfall? No. No. I wouldn't bother. Hmm. Um, and whatever Elder Scrolls, whatever the ones that aren't Daggerfall are, hmm. like one and two or three or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Oblivion's pretty good. You should go back and play Oblivion. Yeah. Yeah, weirdly dark. I found I couldn't play it without... There's a special ring which grants you night vision, and I, even in the daytime, to see into some shadows, I'd have to put my ring on and just... Like if I'm in a forest or a valley or something, that game is so dark, what? you just can't make out what's in front of you. What but, about, oh, no, it was good. What about turning up the brightness on the monitor? But it was like... The darkness was such that, like... It was kind of intentionally, like, artistically meant to be that dark. Mm. Especially, like, in the mornings and evenings. So if I turn my brightness up, everything else would look shit. Like, the shadows would be fine, everything else would be blown out. Mm. It's like a weird darkness. It's a persistent darkness. Mm. Interesting. But it still is a good... A good game! Oh, phew, that saved us, didn't it? Yeah. Sorry for my lack of experience playing Elder Scrolls games, Daniel. Mm, we could have talked about... What could we have talked about? The Dunma oh, Outlander. Uh, what else happens in uh, in, uh, in Morrowind? Uh, Moon Sugar. Oh, the Khajiit. Uh, there's a strip club that you can go to. And they take drugs. It's really weird. You ever play Omicron the Nomad Soul? Daniel? Yeah? I think that you probably know the answer and you know that the chat timer has run, (laughs) has told. Okay. Who did it toll for? It told for we. Told for both of us. Ah, uh, yes. Let uh, just a tiny uh, what, a yard of land fall from the banks of Albion reduces the whole country, etc. The White Cliffs of Albion, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, this is a, the, the whole poem that that quote comes from is really good. It's saying something good. What it's up? like the guy, oh, the funeral bell's ringing. I wonder who died. And then some guy's like, hey, don't bother. Anyone who dies reduces, like the reduces the the you know. It's like all oh, all our suffering suffering is shared, so it doesn't matter who died. It's a sad thing, no matter who. That's what the whole point is. And then it's like that's a metaphor for our relations, cross cultural relations, probably. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Ah, uh, who who was affected? Who will be affected by this bad disaster? Oh, shut up. It doesn't matter who. It's just bad. Full stop. You dickhead. Yeah. That kind of thing. Wow, it's like a... Wow. Yeah, too bad. Mm, Too bad. I wonder how John Dunn would feel about Brexit. 
Is that a John? Have you just looked it up? Yeah. Oh, cool. Good. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you looked it up. I think he'd be against Brexit based on this poem. Well, how old is he? Uh, I think statistically, he might be into it. <laughs> not to be, not to be, <laughs> not to be prejudiced he, against those who are. He is Daniel. Four hundred and. Forty-eight years old. Pro. Yeah. Wow, that's older than I thought. He's yeah, he's very old. I think I probably wasn't talking about cross-cultural relations, was he? I think I did that math right, but hey. Okay, Daniel. He probably just meant that if anything bad happens to an English person, it's bad for all of us. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter which English person, it's just bad. Mm, bad for English. Yeah. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. With that, okay, Brian. Uh, it's time for us to uh, step time away. For us to score. And score like rabbits. Step away for an interview. <laughs> Uh, interlude. Cool. And score. Who are you going to interview? <laughs> I'm going to interview my mill. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the pit. And score your like seat. <laughs> the seat is my tongue. It's, In this interview. It's like a beanbag Good. chair. Yeah, a novelty beanbag chair. <laughs> a novelty tongue themed beanbag chair. That's great stuff. Mm, covered in... Yep. Good. All right, turn it off, Brian. Switch off the, the thingo. And then bring us back in after an interlude. Can do. Daniel. Hey, Brian. Are you ready? Brian, I have a question. Yes. Okay, good. I'll reward you uh, with an answer. Yes, I am ready. But now, here's my thing. Okay. Have you ever watched The Wombles? No. No? Have you ever heard of The Wombles? Underground, overground, wombling free. The Wombles of Wimbledon, come and are we the Wombles? You know? No. Okay, you don't want... You don't... Okay. Oh, oh there you go. There's a Womble character called Orinoco. Ah. So is that song about Orinoco from the Wombles? Probably, yes. I'm going to go with... What's this, Bach? Daniel, don't mention it. Oh, okay, because it's not going to appear in the podcast. Uh, Listeners, Brian is playing Bach's Cello Concerto Number 1 or whatever. Cello Suite Number 1. Cello Suite Number 1. It's the one that goes It's real good. I believe this is Oh, that's nice. This is the Yo Yo Ma version of it. Ah Yo Yo Ma. Anyway, <clears throat> if I'm forced to use your audio track 
this audio track for some reason because maybe you lost a segment. Yeah. Uh, maybe the listeners will get to hear it. There'll be a brief surprise little background mm, music. little blast of bark. Yeah. Little bark blast. Okay, Daniel. You're at- Is it going to go away? It's driving me crazy. It's like a bug in the room. <laughs> You want it to go away? Yo, Ma soaring away at his cello. Fine. Yeah, it's driving me insane. All right, it's gone. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's obviously like like subservient to your voice. Whenever you say something, the sounds, the cello cuts out. Oh. And then as soon as there's a break in your voice, it cuts back in. So there's always a constant noise. Oh. It's like cello, 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 Brian, 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 cello, Brian, cello, cello, Brian, Brian, Brian. And it's like... Ugh. On my side, it's just a gentle background lull. Um. <laughs> Mine's like a, a pirate radio station where the DJ is dropping out the beats to give shout-outs to people. That doesn't sound good. Okay, Daniel, mm. let's... Let's okay, reveal bye. our milk scores. Okay, here they are. See them? Wow. Those are some yeah, milk I'm scores. Put the value a little closer to the mic. You're going to have to turn on your camera. Oh, no, I'm naked now. I'm not going to do that. There are my scores. Oh, they sound good. All right. Well, um, could you hear the subtleties? Tell me about the, the milk pen markings. The silver beat on the pen markings. The subtleties of the pen markings on subtleties. the paper as I I've... moved it over the microphone. I thought you were talking about your hearty crop of silver beet from your backyard vegetable patch. No. Did you ask if for my milk scores, Daniel? The kind of vegetable patch a womble might womble through, looking for discarded goods. Ah. Yeah, I did. You did. Okay, Daniel. I'll tell you my milk scores. Do you watch the clangers? No, Daniel. The milkiness of oh, that's this. That's a good one. Fairlife Yup White Ultra Filtered Milk is a seventy-two. I take the clangers over the wombles any day. A seventy-two. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm not going to pretend to be surprised. Now you might think that it's milk. Just pure milk would be. Yeah, is that a bad rating? Um, I think is it, so. Is it not? <laughs> for this milk? Yeah. Considering that this milk is just milk, I do think that is a bad score. Yeah, yeah! yeah. Daniel... What's what's wrong with it? So, it, it's got a fine... It's got a fine milkiness. It's a sort of an... It is like... It is skim milk, right? 1% milk, so... Or I guess skim milk, whatever. It's 1% milk. And so it's kind of thinner. That's to be expected. Uh, and I'm I'm getting that mouth lubrication that we've talked about that comes from real milk. Uh, so, so it does have that milkiness to it, but there's just a little bit of a hollowness to it. Sort of a weirdness in it, which I'm assuming comes from the ultra filtration, whatever that is. Uh, mm. And then and whatever they've done in the filtration process has made it lactose-free. So I think, Daniel, oh. I'm hypothesizing that lactose is actually 
a big part of milk and what makes milk milky and taste like milk. Yeah. That makes sense. That's just my theory. Yeah, it's like, well, by the sounds of it, it's about 30% of the equation. Yeah. So there's a there's a big gap in this milk where there's no lactose. Mm. So 72. And the, t- yep. the tastiness also suffers, milk. I think, from the lack, Ooh, does it? lack of toast. Yeah, because I was going to point out, listeners, this guy Brian, who's talking to you about milk... Man, this guy loves milk. So you're getting the opinions of a guy who's into milk. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And I have a long history of drinking milk in my life. And Yeah. Um so if he's saying it's not up to much, it's not just because it's, you know, a grown man drinking milk and going, Oh, not sure this is okay. No, this man loves to drink milk, so the milk must not be that great. The tastiness here is forty seven. Mm, yeah. It's kind of bland, which, as I've learned from this book, lactose kind of gives milk a sweetness. So I think the absence yeah. of the lactose has removed a key flavor as well as affected the texture. I wouldn't want to sound like I was bullying you in those last minutes, because uh, I also love to drink milk. And in fact, uh, I don't work outdoors very often, but... Back when I did, I'd often go to a lunch bar and just buy milk in the little 600 mil carton. You can get it next to the iced coffee section in the Australian lunch bars. And I'd get one and drink that instead of an iced coffee because it tasted, you know, basically as good and I could pretend it was better for me. So I'm with Brian. I also quite like milk. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate that. You know what? I'm weirdly suspicious of milk. I'm afraid of it being sour. Because when I, I, I'll do that because it's a sealed unit and then I drink it and it's gone. But when it's in a container in my fridge, I'm always suspicious of it. Hmm. I'm always suspicious. I'm... And in a workplace environment? God, no. I'm having black coffee. I'm having tea. I'm drinking water from the tap. Like, yeah. I mean, I never trust, I never, ever trust milk not to be rotten. I hear you. Even partially in my own fridge. I'm always like, like, you know, I'm always going, does this smell rotten or is just this, this is how it normally smells? I can never quite tell. I don't have that sort of milk skepticism, Daniel. Yeah. I think when I was really young, my mum told me uh, that she had a roommate or something who used to drink straight out of the fridge. I think she was telling me not to drink milk straight out of the fridge. And she said, because one day they were all slobs, you know, living in some weird share house or something. One day he picked up the wrong carton. It had been in there for a week, and then the milk came out solid all over his face. Yum. Uh, and, like, a big flan of milk just popped in his mouth. And how would he, he like, rate the milkiness of that? <laughs> yeah, he rated it poorly. And so I think maybe that story stuck with me. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I could see it would. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Daniel. Can I res- get through my scores? I guess so. I think I said what my tastiness Creativity. score was. 47. 47, right? It's not yeah. super... See, I'm paying attention. Don't you try that stuff on me. I know what it was. Tastes kind of like milk. It's fine. Nothing super special. And then there's something weird about the taste. And like the first sip I had, I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. Um, 
now as I'm getting closer to the bottom, I've acclimatized a little more to it. And there is like a, there's a decentness to the taste, but it's still odd. So that's that. Creativity is zero. It is milk. And they have not tried to flavor it in any way. Mm, wait, hang on. What? I was, I was just staring out the window. Creativity is zero? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, it sure is. They called it white, though. Yeah, they called... Is that some, like, um... What's the guy's name? You know, the supremacist. What is he, Polish or Russian? Uh, Malievich. Kazimir Malievich. Is this, like... He's like, uh, this the flavor of this milk is white. This is white flavored milk. That's kind of what they're saying. Like, oh, this is the simplest flavor there is, and so this is uh, designs that we must return to to achieve pure emotion. Looking at a work of art like this milk, Kazimir Malevich. I just painted a fucking black square on a canvas in 1915. I'm probably Russian, so this accent is wrong. <laughs> Beautiful work, Daniel. Maybe it deserves something for calling itself white. Does it? I think so. It didn't just say milk. It says white on it. It's like I mean, it says it's trying to go beyond what milk is. It's trying to get to the essence of what you're buying. Dairylicious white, one percent low fat, ultra filtered milk. Why is it? So, uh, I guess that's not much, is it? That's just one word in a pretty long description. Well, I mean the white, so. So the flavor, I think, is called Dairylicious. Because I'm, I'm comparing it to the chocolate one. So on the bottle, underneath the cow's face, in large text, on the, on the milk one, it says Dairylicious. On the chocolate one, it says Rich Chocolate. And the, yeah. the Rich Chocolate has a subtitle in a thinner text that's naturally flavored with other natural flavors. And the Dairylicious one has a subtitle that's in slightly thicker text but small, still smaller, that says white. And then they both have the same huh. per X percent fat ultra-filtered milk at the at the very bottom. Mm. So I think, yeah. I think the so flavor is dairy-licious. I think, yeah, it's definitely putting itself up against flavored milk and saying, like, you could drink me just like you would drink a flavored a chocolate milk. It's, it's valid to have the flavor of milk. Just plain milk without chocolate. Is that and now creative, you can, as a reviewer, either choose Daniel? to see through that. Hmm? Is what? that creativity or is that zeitgeist? That's probably more... I guess it can't really be creativity. Yeah, I'm fine with you calling it a zero. That's fine. I mean, it's just milk. Right? It is. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it one for being ultra-filtered milk. I'll give it a one. Mm, sure. Although maybe, I don't know, would a zero be milk straight out of an udder? Yeah. Drunk by like a, I don't know. I don't know. All right, so this has been... A Neanderthal This has been homogenized and stuff. So a Neanderthal sucking milk out of the teat of a cow. All right, I'll give it be a zero on creativity. Is that what I'm saying? I'll, no, I gotta walk that. I'm gonna walk back I'm, from that. I'm giving it a two for being homogenized and pasteurized and ultra-filtered. Great job, Daniel. You douchebag. 
You <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Value, Daniel. Um, I paid a dollar seventy-eight for a bottle of milk that was not great. Uh, uh-huh. It's not super valuable. It does have sixteen grams of protein and decent nutrition facts. So I am getting a a decently healthy drink of milk here. So it's not it's not a waste of money, and it is drinkable. I'm about to finish it. I'm not pouring it down the drain but my brain keeps mm. remembering that this actual price is listed at 559 which is insane mm. so i'm giving it a 53 on value with sure sort of a caveat that it's only it's only at a 53 because it was on sale yeah gestalt uh this is just a fine glass of or bottle of milk. It's not satisfying the way that a nice two percent milk would be. Uh, in my experience, that's kind of my that's my favorite milk. That's the when I drink just milk. Mm. I want it to be like, yes, this is good. I'm loving this. Yeah. Um and this I is imagine you'd get you're getting sick of this milk messing you around and the flavor it's giving you. Yeah, I'm kinda just over it. But it is easy to drink. Yeah. It's light, just you know basic milk. And uh I guess the lactose freeness of it does mean I can probably drink more of it without giving myself a stomach ache and whatnot. Mm. So it's got that going for it. So it's a fifty seven on the gestalt. Yep, and Daniel, where this milk shines is in the zeitgeist department. Mm-hmm. This this milk is kind of a beautiful, like, um, light greenish blue color, kind of like a sea foam color, or like a. Uh, I guess it's kind of turquoise in that sure. in that region. Which, as we sure, know, sure, sure. blue is the color of, of vanilla milk. So I guess yeah, they're sort of, of they've sort of taken that trend and said, okay, well, we'll go in the blue family. And then you've got what's this thing called? Dairy Gold. Fair Life. Yep, Dairylicious White. Thank you. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I am. Oh yeah, I'm picturing the Gup A from the Octonauts children's TV program. Let's see. Oh no, it's bluer than that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one with the poo on the head, but there's no poo. Yeah, okay. There's no poo, and it's got this nice cartoon cow on it that's done kind of in a very simple style, just like five colors. Um, yeah. You know, and the whole thing is very consistent stylistically around the bottle, which. I've noticed on some of these brands, they don't seem to get all the way around the bottle mm. with their design. Uh, yeah, so it's just, it's it's got very nice colors. It looks like it's going to be good and yeah. makes you want to drink it, I feel. So, uh, yeah, I've given it yeah. a 90 on the Zeitgeist, Daniel. That's, that's fair enough. It's weirdly similar to my... To my Vita soy, looking at the bottle, 
Yeah. I mean, it's a different color, but like the the aesthetic is like the minimalist aesthetic is there. Yeah, and yeah. So for me, this landed just shy of that Starbucks molten chocolate bottle that was super sexy. This is mm, yeah. This hasn't quite achieved sexiness with it, the bottle, but it is. Mm. So yours is a yours is a cold food. Yes, this one is cold. Yeah. I'm going to call my Vita Soy hot. Oh, Daniel. I think. Yeah, this is definitely... You're, like if anything are you aroused is hot, over Vita there? Soy is hot. Yeah, I'm pretty aroused by this milk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, shit, Daniel. Um, what's up? Well, I'm just over here Googling my own milk, and I'm seeing a chocolate milk bottle that has a cow not with a poop on its head, but a top hat. A mustache. I see the same top hat. And this a monocle. Has a, a monocle and a mustache. Like Holy it's, shit. Uh, like it's... The Monopoly like this is cow. something you would buy on an online shop ten years ago. And you must be the Monopoly cow. Mm. Am I right? This is the, a Think Geek mascot cow. And they also have a smooth vanilla flavor and a very strawberry flavor that I should try. Mm. If I can find them. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe they're strawberry. Should I do one mine or good. do you want to? No, you mm. can do yours. That's fine. Carry on. All right. Carry on, Daniel. I'll carry on. I mean, you could give me your total if you want, or we could leave it to the I end. I think I'm going to leave it untotaled since I don't know what my total is. And then when we get all your scores in, I'll calculate both the totals at the same time. Cool. Sounds good. All right. So, um, <clears throat> uh,. This is a Vitasoy whole soy milk, vanilla chai flavored, made with Australian grown whole soy beans. It's quite a small amount. It's 330 ml bottle. Um, and it's a soy milk. Uh, and it's not. Okay, so the milk score, it's real low. It's not a very milky soy milk. Um. I at first wrote down 29, but then I've drunk most of this now. It's mostly gone. There's a tiny bit at the very end, just in case I need to check the flavor kind of thing, or if anything comes up. But the more I drunk it, the more I realized all the flavor of this milk comes... It's not... Like, temporally, it's not the first thing. The flavor isn't the first thing that happens in my mouth. The first thing that hits me is just the sensation of a slightly like watery liquid... And then it's there for half a second, maybe a full second, and then the flavor really gets going. Uh, so that amounts to a very low milkiness score. It really sort of lets itself be known that it's not a milky milk. And then it kind of hits you with, with what it tastes like after that. So I'm, I've, I've actually bumped it right down to a 19 on milkiness. Ouch. Um, Looking back over my score, that's two points less than the beer that I drank, and I think that's probably fair. <laughs> the score calibration yeah. is working for me here. Okay, so, and then it gives you flavor. And what does it give you the flavor of, listeners? It gives you the flavor of a chai latte, the same kind of chai latte that you would buy from a coffee shop. It has this really cinnamony flavor, 
a really sort of cinnamony flavour, and that's in the smell of this milk too. It smells like a spice shop. It smells like a Kakula Sisters. It smells like a, you know, they got all the, you know, uh, I don't know, cardamom pods in a canvas sack, and you go around with a little metal scoop, and you scoop it into the bag, and they're like, oh, what's this? There's the turmeric, and here's the... There's the uh, caraway, his ground caraway, his whole caraway seeds, and then you smell the air, and it smells like what this this milk smells like. It has a really nice smell, and it has uh, an acceptable approximation of a very good flavour, a very good cafe flavour. So I'm giving it a high taste and a score, as high as 78. Wow, it really recovered from that early that stumble in the milkiness. Yeah, this milk, I'm noticing that a lot of milks are like, a lot of my milks, and and your milk today, it's like stretched between extremes. It's like, it has really good things about it, and it has really bad things about it. Like yours had a really high, relatively high milkiness, and then it took a dive, and then it took a, uh, averaged out. So like, and this one as well is like stretched. It's like, really good things, and then things are lower. It's it's not a good way to be when you're a milk, uh, trying to get somewhere in our in this milk in it system. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> the creativity now. Uh, chai lattes are something that have been around for a while now, and they're very popular. So to make a milk this flavor is not super creative, but I can't give it less than average because this is an interesting thing just to pick out of your, like, flavoured milk section of your fridge and drink. It's not a choc milk, it's not a strawberry, so I'm going to give it a 52, right? You've got to. i got to, I just got to. Uh, this was relatively expensive, though. This was 3 bucks something. I'm onto the old value now. So, mm. 3 bucks 49 Daniel, not, not everyone Four. has a flavoured milk section of their fridge, so they might not know. Uh, they might not be able to identify with that, but... Weird. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird little wake-up call to receive. Thank you, Brian. I should be aware. Yeah. Try to be a little considerate of other people's situations. Yeah. I wonder what you have. What do you? It's just like an empty gap there in that section of your lunch bars, huh? And your IGAs, your American IGAs. That section of the fridge section is just empty. Yeah. It's between the sour cream section and the uh, regular milk section, and you go, well, what could go here? Cottage, already put the yogurt cottage cheese. No, that's down. It's around the corner from the milk section. It's in, but the cottage cheese is in between dips and block cheese. Okay, that's where it is. You go further past block cheese, you're into the your ham, packaged ham, uh, don, that kind of thing. Daniel, I stand corrected. Mm, mm, mm. I know, I know. Um, so, the value, what did I give it? Uh, yeah, three bucks forty-nine, that's an expensive thing. But what you're getting kind of tastes like it could maybe be worth that much. So, but, like, it's still expensive, so it's a 31. Right? Okay. Okay. So they're gonna stop. Sounds like it is that. This milk is less drinkable than it is tasty. Uh, that 
the weird empty space before the flavor starts is strange to be drinking. It's a good flavor, but that's a strange thing to go back and experience more of again and again through the lifespan of a drink. And furthermore, uh, I get a weird like coating in my mouth from this. Uh, so this milk is tasty enough to make me like it, but still the 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 gestalt is not high. It's a forty. Okay, interesting, interesting, interesting. So the zeitgeist. All right, the zeitgeist. Um, I have a feeling this I score really is like gonna make this. or break it here, Daniel. Yeah. As far as which is the milk of the day, I think it's a white knuckle journey, Brian. This is a good bottle. There's lots of good things to like about this. It's um, it's undeniably a Caucasian flesh tone, uh, which makes it weird to hold in my hand. And it's a thickness. It's like a long, thick bottle. As a, it's it's pleasing to hold. This sort of like long sort of. I don't know, thin, soft bottle. It's good It's good to hold in my hand. It's really nice. Um, there's no sharp edges. It's all rounded. Every single corner on this is rounded off, like a, like a sanded down, I don't know, block. Um, the color is pleasing. The design on the front, they've taken ingredients. So they've taken, like, sticks of cinnamon. They've taken soybeans. They've taken vanilla pods. And they've drawn a little design with them. Like, photographic, like... They're, like, minimalistically floating in this sea of of flesh colour. But they're sort of... They have this weird, almost like an arabesque design. Like, you know, an abstract pattern that you'd see on on the ceiling of a mosque or on some some fancy book that would have calligraphy in it uh you know it's like a like a what do they call them i don't know but it's cool it looks kind of nice weirdly enough it's off center like you're supposed to look at this milk sort of side on soft corner on which is it weirds me out i guess they wanted to be a little bit strange about it everything else is lined up perfectly all the nutritional information and everything um, so yeah, I really like the bottle. It's a good, strong design. It's interesting. I'm giving it a 76. Oh, a 76. It, it, okay. It could even go higher, but I don't quite want to rate it higher than the tastiness. Maybe I... Daniel. Maybe I do. Daniel, would, maybe I do. would you like to learn about this bottle that you're looking at? Of course I would, please. In a crowded and ever-changing drinks fixture, it was imperative that the tone of the brand be calm, minimal, and pared back. We fashioned the ingredients into a kaleidoscope of goodness, creating visual interest and a unique billboard in-store to attract consumers looking for a wholesome beverage. Matching the bottle liquid color on the temperamental format of shrink sleeves required specialist production management and patient testing, but it was worth it. The result is a visually striking, clean, and simple range that entices new users into the brand and further proves its health credentials. I don't think it proves its health credentials, but it does everything else it says. I certainly have been enticed into this brand before, and they're right. Looking at all the flavoured milks, all the oak brand, ram brand, brown, straws, uh, triple-blasted coffee explosions, and then seeing this like little pink obelisk 
with like quite small text. All the text is very small. There's lots of empty space. Daniel, it is you need really to stop good. gushing over the color of white people's skin. By the way, it's like. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that's what I've been doing. Good. Good. I feel good now. Daniel, I I appreciate your score, and I I don't mind it. I um. In looking at the in looking at the other bottles from Vitasoy, mm-hmm. I think the the almond milk ones are better looking. Okay. So I like that you've left some room for improvement there. Okay, well I'm going to continue to leave room, but I am going to put the Zeitgeist one point higher than the taste. Uh-huh. Than the tastiness, because I th- I think it is a better I think it's a better zeitgeist than it is a flavor, so it's a seventy nine. Okay, Daniel, I think that means that I've I've won, but let's find out. All right, so my total number is two hundred and ninety eight. Two hundred and ninety nine. I mean nine. <laughs> And my total is 321. Ah, shit. Da- oh, really? Daniel, you were behind by just 10 going into the zeitgeist. But mine had such a strong zeitgeist. Uh. It's, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Close and I'm not going to, I wouldn't have put this zeitgeist higher than a low 80s number. So that, that yeah, that challenge was insurmountable. Well. I guess if it had been cheaper, it could have could have taken the day. Totally. It's got... Oh, okay. There's like a tiny, subtle... I noticed it before, but I didn't notice actually what it was. This whole container, the, the shrink-wrapped sleeve, has a slightly shiny design, like just described in shininess. Uh, like a geometric design on some of the uh, sides, but it like fades away before it gets to the Vitasoy whole, the actual text of the bottle. It's a weird little effect. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Well, that's that's the that's it. That's the that's way it. the cookie crumbles the way the milk into spills. the milk as you dip it. And it yeah. becomes That's saturated. That's the way the bee bumbles. That's the way half your cookie falls the into the milk. Flashes. That's right. That's it. That's the way the market crashes. Today's milk of the day is Fair Life Yup Dairylicious White 1% Low Fat Ultra Filtered Milk. Brian. Yes, Daniel. Did you ever go through a Tom Waits phase? No, Daniel. Yeah, I went through like a like a seven year Tom Waits phase. I think I'm out the other end, but I still have all his songs in my head. Is there one about how you the cookie You should get into crumbles? Tom Waits. Yeah, from a weird album, The Black Rider. It was a, like album of a live performance, like a a stage, a theater production. It's like an album attached to a theater production, which he co-wrote with that author who shot his wife. Is no good. No good. Nick shot his wife in Mexico. Stayed in Mexico to avoid uh, persecution. Prosecution in America. What's that guy's name? I don't know. A drugs man. He likes drugs. 
Hunter S. Thompson. Anyway, yeah, maybe, maybe he's the guy. I don't know, but yeah, Tom Waits is uh, is good to get into. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I'll give him a look. Yeah. Give him a listen. Maybe I'll make you. I'll make you a Tom Waits playlist one day. Maybe I'll put him into my ear pits. Your what? Ear ear pits. Maybe I'll. Oh, your ear pits. Yeah. Daniel. It's like the recycling plan of the head. Daniel, we have no time to talk about Tom Waits. We've, We've reached quite possibly a monumental length for this episode, I think. Our lucky listeners. Yes. Uh, but it's, The value scorers through the roof. Have I already made that? That's the second time I've made that observation, I think. <laughs> Probably. God damn it. Oh, well. Uh-oh. Uh, fuck us both, Brian. Time to end the podcast Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>